where we recontextualize and re-examine Mary-Kate and Ashley Olson's careers through a modern-day feminist lens. I am Lenny Harms. I'm a writer-actor. I'm Becca Roth. I'm a writer-director. And today, we have such an exciting interview. We teased it last week in mm-hmm. our So Little Times Part 2. <laughs> two that we part still named two. The episode, two. Episode. episode 1 of so Part 2. So Little Times 2002. <laughs> Part one. In our episode, we said we had an interview, but we did not say who. But we said we might help. This person might help us answer some questions that we had while we were talking about the episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm so excited to introduce Mr. Eric Lutz. Yay! Hey, everybody. Jake Carlson himself. Thank you so much for being here and doing Thank the show. Thank you so Thanks much for having this me. It's fun to so take this exciting. trip down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, we would love to know first, um, what were you doing right before you got... Well, so the first project you actually did with Mary-Kate and Ashley was switching goals, right? I don't know if everyone knows that you're the dad from both right. of those. Yeah, I think I'm like the only guy that's played two different dads to Mary-Kate and Ashley. I think that is so true. Yeah, that, that is a... Me. Yeah, good for you. Kind of you. a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Whatever. Yeah. I, <laughs> honestly, everyone who listens to our podcast would agree with that, yes. Yes, <laughs> okay, yes cool. definitely. Very um, so what were you doing before you were cast on Switching Goals? And, and, I was on yeah. Caroline in the City with uh-huh. Leah Thompson and Malcolm Getz, Amy Pete, Sandy Lauer. And it's funny because we're still a pretty cohesive family to this day. We still tend to uh, hang out with one another. and We work with one another. You know, Andy and Leah both direct a lot. So every now and then they'll call us up and, hey, let's do this film together. It's really great. It's so rare because you get so um, intensely knitted with a cast when you work with them for four years like we did on Caroline and you want to stay in touch, but life takes in different ways, but somehow we've managed to stay in touch and it's really, it's really great. So I think it was on season three hiatus when I got the offer to do switching goals and my manager, Adina, uh, innovative artist called and said, Hey, do you want to to go to Toronto and do a film for four weeks with the Olsen twins? And she, you know, quoted the amount and everything. I'm like, Oh, that's great. Well, didn't you want to read the script? I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, of course I want to read the script, you know. <laughs> so my first question was, who are the Olsen twins? Oh, my and God. She wow. said, oh, my God. Wow, I wow, forgot wow. you have kids, but they're not old enough yet. They were babies at the time. Yeah. And so then um, I Googled them. Oh, I know. Who they are. I absolutely know who they are. And I, I told my brother, who at the time his kids were their prime demographic, he said, oh, my God, you're going to be working with Mary-Kate and Ashley. And they actually <laughs> flew up to Toronto and they wanted to meet them and they were extras in the film and oh, uh cool. so it was really fun it was really cool to be able to do that oh wow yeah so that that was a tv movie though right it was a tv was that... movie yep. yep okay so yep. that you were already working in television and had you been like it sounds like you were already on a tv show so things were like going really well at that point and was like what was the tv movie process like like did you have to audition for it or no it was just an offer it was just it an was, offer. It was an awesome. offer, yeah. And uh, so you know, I worked. I worked from the ground up in my acting career, pounding the pavement in New York, and Boston, and I finally got established in New York. And I was working in New York and getting jobs overseas. It was so exciting. But this is back before the internet was really big. Mm-hmm. So when you would audition for something in California from New York, they'd put you on VHS and FedEx it out. Wow. So the turnaround time was slow. 
Oh and God. finally, I just go, I, I guess I got to be in L.A. It broke yeah. my heart to leave New York because I love New York. I was a working New York actor. Mm. But I moved to L.A. Um, I was already kind of on the radar of several casting directors, one of which was Jeff Greenberg, who cast Frasier. Mm. And within a month of me moving there, I hadn't even found a place yet. My All my earthly possessions were in a storage unit in Burbank. Wow. And I booked <laughs> Frasier. And it was 1995. It was a breakout role guest star and it was a gay role and uh even in 1995 it was still like a lot of actors wouldn't didn't want to touch it and i had yeah. no problem i'd play gay roles i'm straight by the way and for the most part look around me it's like very fancy taste but yeah, um it's all a spectrum and yeah absolutely so i uh i got this part on fraser that absolutely launched my career it put me on the map they replayed that episode the following week because the ratings were so high and to this day, it's the highest rated Frasier. It was one of those water cooler shows where everybody talks about it. The episode was called Matchmaker Season 2. Cool. And, uh, and I recurred out to that. I that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it, was, it was really, uh, it was one of those roles where the writing was so good. As the mm -hmm. actor, you just take the ride, you know. And I couldn't, I didn't want to push anything. The irony is uh, my character had to really be the straight guy. I had to seem straight. I had to play all the lines straight. It wasn't like I was going to do some insulting parody of what middle right. America thinks a gay man is. Right. And uh, so I just go, yeah, this, this is me. I can do this. Fashion, art, theater, that's what we had in common. So right. Kelsey's character just assumed I was another kindred spirit. So he wants to set me up with Daphne, Jane Le Leaves' character, mm -hmm. who lives with them. And I think he's asking me out to have dinner at his home. Uh -huh. So it's it's just high farce. It's mistaken yeah, identity. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a lot of fun. And uh, it was such a joy to do that. And then everything just blew up after that. That's, That's amazing. So cool. What had you been doing in New York before? Was it mostly theater? But you were, or you said you had been auditioning. Yeah, TV. lots of theater, lots of commercials, uh, indie mm -hmm. films, soaps, a lot of day players mm -hmm. and soaps and some recurring stuff. But I mean, my dream was to just get to New York and be able to make a living as an actor Mm -hmm. And not have to wait tables and do all that. And I got to that point. So it was really, it was a real leap of faith to give that up. Because yeah. I worked so hard to get there. Yeah. And then go to LA brand new. But I hit yeah. the ground running. It was just fortuitous. And uh, when people saw me on Frasier and everything blew up after that, it seemed like I'd just go to LA and I hit right away. Overnight success. Right. And I would always say, yeah, I'm a 15-year overnight success. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like right. I, I, mean, I mostly that's... paint now. I do fine art. And oh, people cool. will say, well, how long does it take you to do a painting? And I'll say 60 years. Yeah, right. I'm 60 years old and I've been painting my whole life. Right, can, yeah, you know, right. Is that right, what you right. teach now? You teach art? I teach acting, actually. Oh, okay, cool. Art is so, uh, such, this is going to sound very L.A. maybe, but it's a very spiritual thing for me. Yeah. My dad was an artist. It's in my genes. I, I could teach the basics, but what I really do is, I mean, I could teach it by you know, watch me paint, watch what I do. But acting, I can break it down. I've studied, I've pulled it apart and everything. And um, I specifically teach, there's a pretty big film market in New England. So I teach a small on-camera acting class in my place. I have just six students. So my main focus is to teach predominantly theater actors how to adjust to camera because cool. it's all about just being and not pushing it at all. Right. Like a lot yeah. of the notes I give are like, okay, when you talk, don't do that with your head. Just keep mm -hmm. it still, you know. And mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a really uh, difficult thing to uh, break open. Once they start to get it, 
they really get it. And I work with, mm-hmm. um, there's selected actors. I've, I've taught workshops all over. And uh, these are people that um, kind of saw me out and were asking, when are you going to teach another acting workshop? And I thought, I don't really want to do like the big acting class thing, but if I could handpick like six or seven people that I know um, will really be serious about it and go for it. And I don't even charge a lot. It's kind of a work mm-hmm. of passion, but cool. it's uh, it's really satisfying to see people go from point A to point B and progress mm-hmm. and start booking stuff. And they'll yeah, call me yeah, when they have an audition and we'll do a Zoom like this and we'll um, you know work with them in the scenes. And I, I can kind of chisel away all the, get rid of all the chaff and say, mm-hmm. when you get to set, this is what it's really like. Because mm-hmm. acting classes teach acting but they don't teach the process of how you do it on a set. Yeah. So when you get a, yeah. you book something, you don't really rehearse a lot unless right. you grab your co-stars and go to your trailer and work on lines and, and do all that. They right. don't have the time to, to do that. So I try right. to help them right. be comfortable that's, with that. That's really cool. Where do you live now again? Narragansett, Rhode Island. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. I know awesome. the beer. Yeah, yeah. it's horrible bear but great advertising that's right i I grew up from from i grew up in rhode island and uh my plan was always to move back when i got old Mm -hmm. and i'm like i guess i'm old now (laughs) no i was about to say well what changed your plan (laughs) my painting was really taking off in uh in los angeles Mm -hmm. and um i got commissioned to do a four foot by five foot painting of the research vessel endeavor for University of Rhode Island's uh, Coastal Institute and uh, Graduate School of Oceanography. So I did this gigantic painting and I sent it out here and I flew out for the revealing of it. We had an art show and I could show my art. I sold a bunch of stuff and it was great. And then about a year after, two years after I moved out here and it's now a half mile away from me on the other side of this peninsula I'm on. And uh, it was just another, another one of those cosmic winks that I'm right where I need to be. Yeah. Because yeah. most of what I paint is New England marine life, boats, eastern rig trawlers, mm-hmm. you know, Boston whalers, ocean scenes. And mm-hmm. so I'm here and I get to work in uh, the film business with uh, New England companies that know I'm here. And I'll, mm-hmm. I've worked with them all. So they'll give me an offer when the part's right. Um, I do audition for certain things. I Boston Casting is really great. And they call me and they'll send me a scene and... I, I don't do it for the money anymore. It's just for the love of acting. So mm-hmm. to play like doctor number one in a blockbuster film and mm-hmm. have four lines, but make a good chunk of change. That doesn't excite me as much as an indie film that right. hardly pays anything, but there's a story arc and I get to take right. the journey and, right. you know, it's just doing fun. the craft of it. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. just doing the job of it. Yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Really cool. Yeah. So let's rewind back to 1995. You had just gotten Frasier, and then mm-hmm. I, it, you must have gotten the TV show like pretty soon after that, if because switching goals happened in 1999, right? Right. So, so we years. shot, we shot that Frasier in whenever the Emmys are, right? In September, mm-hmm. because yeah, this is what's like- so crazy. And, and stop me if I start spider webbing too much, but this <laughs> is, I think it's an interesting story. So I get this job on Frasier, and then. Jeff Greenberg, the casting director, calls me at my home and says, hey, look, um, you need to wear a sport coat and maybe even a tie at the table read because half the producers still think you're a little too young for this and half mm-hmm. of them really think you're right. So you, you got to really sell that you're more sophisticated. And mm-hmm. Not that I'm a rube, but, you know, I had to look mm-hmm. more corporate. Mm-hmm. So I did. And then we start rehearsing and I was getting some notes like um, – 
you know, from the director, David Lee, pull it down a little. I know you're a stage actor and this isn't film, but it's, it's you got to find the in-between ground. Mm-hmm. So I did. And I, they were on me with a fine tooth comb and they shoot their table reads on a Wednesday and their, their network run throughs on a Friday. And that's mm-hmm. when the network comes in and they sign off on the show and any recasting that needs to be done. And I knew I was under the gun. And right before run through, and the, the suits come in, and the network guys, and um, I'm at the coffee cooler getting some coffee, and I overhear David Lee talk to the wardrobe person. Just don't tailor his suits till we hear from network. And then <gasps> oh, I go, okay, God. all right. It's nothing I can do about that. All I can do is do my job, and yeah. I did. And after that, David Hyper just came up to me, gave me a hug. See you Monday, Barry Goldman. See you Monday. Nice. Everyone okay. say, oh, see you Monday. So I know I'm in. Yeah. So I was house sitting at the time, a friend of mine, because I didn't even have my own place yet. I was still living with my ex-brother-in-law. And um, I, was, I remember sitting at some really cool mid-century house with a pool overlooking Burbank. And uh, I was just like, wow, this is, I thought sitcoms were supposed to be easy. Little did I know, Frasier is the, the toughest show to work on. And they replace oh. people all the time. Oh, so I didn't, it's, yeah. it's Sunday night. I'm watching the Emmys. And now here's all these people that I've been working with all week getting their their Emmys and I have to go in at nine o'clock the next morning and play ball. Oh God. So I, did. I shot the thing with had lots of rewrites. They, cause they tweak the jokes all the time. You have yeah. to do it on the run. You just have to take in the information and yeah. go. And I was exhausted after that. And I thought, geez, I, I don't know if sitcoms for me, this is a lot of work. And <laughs> most sitcoms just aren't like that. And, but that's why it's such a good show. Right. So after that, I got an offer to play a guest star on Mad About You, and I played mm-hmm. Alan's mm-hmm. last boyfriend, and I just oh, I just worked God. on all the hot shows, you know. That's and so cool. So when pilot season came, <laughs> I literally had five people that wanted to use me in their pilots, and wow. I had to choose one, and I chose Caroline in the City. Nice. And so and then it was just you know, that was it. And there amazing. are people that only know me from Frasier. They don't know that I did. <laughs> Carolina yeah. City for four years. Right, and of course. Right. Syndicated for eleven years. Right. And then right. did all these other shows. And yeah. I, like. any, uh, I, I oh. just want to know if there's any pilots <laughs> that you turned down that you regret. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually there are. So after Caroline, What are your biggest regrets? <laughs> sorry, no. Okay, that's a tough choice. And you so, have, you don't know how it goes, yeah. So before I got so little time, I was offered a reality show like a travelogue show and uh-huh. I really wanted to take it because you know I had kids at the time and the schedule wasn't too crazy and I thought this would be a great little break and every now and then my I, maybe my wife at the time and the kids could meet us in Cancun or wherever it would be mm. and my agent at the time said uh, if you take this there's no coming back you're going to be known as like that guy yeah I painted houses to get through college this is not I'm like what's is that so bad yeah, uh-huh. and so I turned that down. Then there was a um, Lifetime show. I forget the name of it. It was a female-centric Lifetime uh, detective show, and I would have played a husband to one of the main detectives. So mm-hmm. it was a series regular, but it wasn't anything spectacular. Mm-hmm. They talked me out of that. They talked mm-hmm. me out of um, oh gosh, there was a show on Showtime. It's one of the first openly gay shows, and I got offered a part in that and. Steve Lamont, my agent at the time, he said, Lutz, I-, I know you, like, you're all open-minded and everything, but you're not going to want to be in bed naked with a guy and, like, making out. I just know you. <laughs> like, <laughs> what well, show I do is it? it. I, what show know. is that? So I can't remember the name of it. It'll come to me. Yeah. 
anyway, uh, that, you know, that, I don't know, in retrospect, it wouldn't have mattered. But so then when the Olsen twins did their new show, it wasn't quite an offer. I had to go in and read with Claire Carey, who's they cast as the mom. They want to get a chemistry thing. It was kind of a shoe in. I got it. Um, But at that point, it's like, I'm frigging taking a show. Because I've said no to like three things. Yeah, and right. I got I got kids at home. You know, I gotta provide right, for right, them. So right. Yeah. Well, we're dying to talk about uh, so little time. But first, switching goals, just because we're obsessed with chronology. Um, so <laughs> first, switching goals. Um, what was it like working with them, uh, with Mary Kate and Ashley? What were and they like? The first yeah, meeting yeah. them. Um, okay, so yeah. this is how I this is how I met them. I get yes, into please. Toronto around six or seven in the evening. And I was, you know, I've always been kind of into fitness. And uh, so I wanted to get to the gym and stretch in the hotel and do some weights, maybe get on the treadmill. And now it's like eight o'clock and I hear the treadmill going. And I go in, there's Mary Kate and Ashley, both on treadmills. And Jill, their handle at the time, they're just running away. They're doing, they're like cranking it. They go, hey, Eric, how you doing? I'm Mary Kate. This is Ashley. Hey, hey, how, how you doing, guys? And uh, I was like, holy shit, they're Wait, serious. Wait, is the hotel man. gym? Yeah, the hotel gym. Whoa. Oh my God. Imagine being in a hotel and then you medicate Ashley just in the gym. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) that is, wait, were they training for the, like for the movie? Like so that they could Uh, play soccer or just just working out, you know, you got to stay fit in Hollywood. You got to stay on top of it. I was really impressed because they were like 12 or 13 at the time. Little kids. Yeah. 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 So when I did so little time, they were 15. Yeah. Yeah. They got their licenses at 16. Yeah. And then it must have been, no, they'd already had their licenses. They turned 18 on the show. That's why it got canceled. So mm-hmm. we had oh. an open ended show. Literally, you get a pickup of like nine episodes, 12 episodes, and you get the, like the back nine or 10 or whatever. Our pickup from the network was because you have to put a number down. They picked up 100 episodes, and the, the producers were basically saying, We will be making this show forever. It's up to the girls when, how long they want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I always sensed that they had other things they wanted to do and not just act. So yeah. when they turned 18, we had a big celebration. And then we took a little hiatus. And that show never came back. They were like, we're done. They pulled the plug. Uh-huh. And, you know, good for them. I mean, you can't, you can't live your life for others. But, right. it, you know, they turned 18 like, hey, we're done. And right, so right. They, they pulled the plug and... One morning, my manager, Kate Edwards, who's awesome, uh, called the producers and said, hey, what, what's going on? Are we coming back from hiatus or not? Because it's been a couple of weeks. And uh, I think it was Robert Thorne, their guy, Robert Thorne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know him. No, we no, know no, him. Robert. We well, know him. <laughs> Robert Crown of Thorns. Oh, God bless him. I didn't <laughs> say that. I love to hear that. So he said, you're going to have your answer tomorrow morning at 9. And Variety comes out on the cover. Olsen Twins pull the plug on their show. Oh, so that's God. not them. That's their people. Yes. It's not, yes. And I know Dave yeah. Olsen. Our kids went to school together. Jake. Oh, in fact, wow. Jake, who I'm named after uh, in so little time, is their little brother. He went to preschool with my kids. And, you know, he's a cool oh. guy, whatever. But, you know, they're, it's always like the team behind you, you know, that. Um, right. Makes yeah. big decisions. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, do you still hear from Mary Kate and Ashley? Oh, yeah, dude, they texted me the other night. Hey, wait, the Mondrian, you want to come have a drink? Cool. No, I don't, it's not like that. No. No, right. yeah. you know? I mean, if I saw yeah. them, I'd love, I'd love to run into them in New York or something sometime. It'd be great to give them a hug and say hi in person. But it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not like the Caroline cast. Right. You know? 
yeah, yeah. of course. So you were there for four years together with all of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, okay, just to rewind again, back to switching goals, just because yeah. we, we do have, that's just like such an unusual one because, um, like for American Ashley fans, because it was it was packaged and presented to us as if it was just one of the Mary Kay Nashley directed videos. But uh, especially now, like going back and looking at everything, we're like, no, it was a TV movie. Yeah. yeah. And it, it feels so much different from yeah. all of the other movies yeah. that they did. Yeah. So I'm just like curious um, about what the process of being on that set was like, like what your impression of that project, either while you were doing it or afterwards was. It mm-hmm. felt like any high end TV movie. I just mm-hmm. done a okay. Daniel Steele movie. And uh, with Terry Polo, mm-hmm. I got to kiss Terry Polo. How cool is that? And uh, <laughs> I played. Who is that? She's um, she's from Desperate Housewives, right? Oh yes. Right? Is she? I no. think maybe Wait. she was on that for a while. Oh no, she no, 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 on... no. She's she's the um the wife from Meet the Parents, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. She's the yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, it yes. felt like that. Yeah. It felt like I was doing a high end TV movie or feature film. The, yeah. The budget was really good. I mean, it was made a lot of money on that the offer was great and yeah, um cool. yeah so that's good we've heard yeah. from other actors that the offers <laughs> yeah the they didn't get they paid got. very much for their maybe the made for tv movies because they I'm were sure. like abc you know as yeah. opposed to like yeah, yeah. The, dual the dual star, star straight to video yeah. Yeah. yeah also yeah. the people we've talked to were like teens that's true so they probably just were like oh you're just kids we're not gonna yeah right. yeah and yeah. you were like a it, it was a class actor. act and i I wish yeah. I could remember their main producer, Richard something. He was mm-hmm. such a great guy, real gentleman. And mm-hmm. um, he, uh, my dad, I flew my dad out. My dad passed away oh. uh, about five years after that. But he was mm-hmm. so into show business. And so I flew him out to Toronto, stayed with me at the hotel. Um, actually, I got him a room in the same hotel. And we would go out for dinner every night. He'd come to set. I had this big Winnebago I'm in. And he'd do his crosswords and he'd come to set. And then you get bored. And I, cause I'd say that's <laughs> really boring. You see, Cause it is There's a lot of waiting. Yeah. Around, you know? yeah. So he asked, uh, Richard asked a small favor of me, um, once just to uh, push my call a little bit to help him out, like come in a half hour, uh, before I was technically supposed to just to mm-hmm. try to get this one little thing. Uh, the union would probably be up my butt for this, but mm-hmm. I'm a realist too. You know what I mean? And I believe in doing the right thing. So mm-hmm. I said, dude, you've been so kind to me and my dad, uh, whatever you want, I'll do it. So I did. There's no skin off my back. And he had asked me that day, where were you taking your dad to dinner? And I, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it's across the hotel from the Meridian. And it's like supposed to be the best uh, restaurant in, in Toronto. And I had a big meal with my dad. We just we spent three hours there probably eating. And oh, wow. he didn't drink, but I did. And, I, you know, it's back in the 90s. I smoked a cigar. <laughs> oh, my God. Tool, oh, my God. You know. We had a great time, and then I asked for the check, and uh, the, the service said, "Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Um, Mr. Richard paid for it." Can't Aww, remember his last name. That's so really the next nice. morning I came in. I, I said, "You didn't have to do that." He goes, "You didn't have to do what you did either." And I just thought that you know that's that was really refreshing. There are a lot of really good people in Hollywood. You know, it gets so yeah. bashed for you know some obvious reasons, but it's not like everybody's like that. You know? Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you had a good experience on that movie. It was good, except can I tell one more anecdote about it? Yes, of course. So my dad was a very proud man, and he hated drawing attention to himself, like if he did something goofy. And he was so charming. He just could walk into a room and own the place. So Mm -hmm. we're in the catering line to get lunch, and he's walking back to the table, and something happened, and he tripped. 
and his food went everywhere. He fell down. He was fine. He was red with embarrassment. He got up and then people are swarming. They want to make sure he's okay. And like, oh, he's like, yeah, of course. Oh, silly me. You know, and he sits down. I can tell inside. He's like, oh. And so he sits down and the twins come over and they're like patting him on the shoulder and give him a hug. He's like, oh, you guys are sweet. No, don't worry about me. I'm fine. And then one of the PAs brought over a fresh tray of food with him and everything. And um, that, in my family, that's an epic story because they know how uptight my dad was. Yeah. How <laughs> proud he was. And here he's on the set with all these yeah. people and that yeah. happened, you know. And Mary so. and Ashley come Mary, up to yeah. comfort him. They were yeah. so sweet. They were so that sweet. That is really yeah. sweet. Yeah. That yeah. is really nice. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, I don't know. You said you you had recognized them, but you hadn't heard of the Olsen twins at first when you were cast. I didn't um, know that's who right. they were. Those kids Did from you, Full House. Were you surprised by who they were? Like, what they were like as people? Did they seem, like, famous? Or did they seem like regular kids? Like, what was your... They seemed pretty like? normal. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, on so little time, a lot of times we grab a golf cart cart because we shot at Universal and we go up into the amusement park and we had nice restaurants up there mm-hmm. and we go out for lunch, and, you know, they have a catered lunch. It's nice. We just wanted to go someplace different. Mm-hmm. So it was usually Claire Carey, um, the twins, myself, Taylor Negron, God rest mm-hmm. his soul. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time we're up there, we're coming up on a hiatus week because every fourth week on a TV show, you have to have a week down so the writers can keep up with scripts. And he said, so what are you guys doing for hiatus? And I had a house outside of the city up in Lake Arrowhead. I want to take the kids and my wife up there for the week. And Claire's, I'm going to go up to um, Santa Barbara and see my family. And Taylor was going to go to New York or something. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're going to take a private jet to Gestad or like someplace (laughs) ridiculous. They they apparently have a really nice Fred Siegel story there. I'm like, okay, differences. You know, it's all relative. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is nuts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have a very unique experience of uh, having worked with them in 1998 or nine. I don't know when it was filmed, but it was like probably one of those two years. Right. Um, and then getting to work with them again two, three years later. Yeah. Um, and we as fans know that a lot happened in that yeah. time frame. I yeah. mean, you were right after Two of the Kind was over, but right before right. Passport to Paris came out. And Passport right. to Paris really like changed their whole teen stardom Mm -hmm. so was there anything that you noticed between switching goals and so little time that had changed for them um my little girls grew up Mm -hmm. very young ladies now you know and it was it was weird you know yeah um, yeah in only two three years yeah 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 i mean it was it was seemed like 10 years um so which movie did jane sibbett do with them that was um, two of a kind. It takes, it takes two. two. It takes, takes two. Because Jane and I dated for years. And that was what? one of our... So we both played oh. straight people playing gay characters. Because she played oh, Carol on Friends. Right. And uh-huh. we had that in common. Right. And it's funny because we travel a lot. You know, people would see us in airports. And we're like, oh, you and you. Wait, uh-huh. you're together? Wait, what? Yeah. You know? <laughs> wow. That's wow. crazy. Are you still in yeah. touch with her? Oh, yeah. We talk frequently. She lives up in Northern California right now. But we, uh, we see each other therapy a couple years and wow. um, you know it's just kind of distance and whatever but yeah she's yeah. awesome she's great were you guys dating when you were all like each in their projects no no okay. it, was, it was years after i okay. got an offer to do a film called um jessica darling's it list mm-hmm. and again i didn't know who jane was you know so my <laughs> so you love working with jane Simmons. Like, yeah I don't know who that is so i looked up like oh yeah that girl from uh friends yeah that's right. cool and 
we met for coffee. We had chemistry. It worked. And um, yeah, I, I courted her and uh, won her heart eventually. And uh, <laughs> things were great, but we just, our lives were just going like this, yeah. you know? And right. um, But yeah, we're still very close. And we, we talk frequently. I just got a text from her yesterday. Actually, oh. oh my god she's into this, really she has this energy, yeah she has an energetic gift that she's following now so she literally travels the world doing this uh, it's called jane's dancing hands and you can look it up it's uh it's pretty cool. pretty neat yeah, yeah that's cool yeah. I yeah. so you noticed um, that mary Kay and ashley had grown up a lot yeah did uh, you feel like they seemed less interested or like less committed to the acting when you were doing so little time versus switching goals oh uh, yeah like i felt in there? so little time i mean shit, yeah you know they're teenagers and right I, I remember so many times you know we get wrapped at like three in the afternoon or something and um they would be um we'd all be leaving they'd be sitting on the set with a stack of scripts and signing them all for the fans you know and um yeah. we used to shoot in front of a live audience actually oh, i think we did two yeah. two episodes in front of a live audience and it was so insane. We had to go to block and shoot because the fans were just oh. out of their minds when the, we did curtain call and they want to wow. jump over the rail and come get wow. an autograph. And they were great about going to the rail and signing, you know. Yeah. But like, you know, like in Caroline, I would do that all the time. And yeah. You know, yeah. Your autograph, you get a picture with you. On this show, uh -huh. like, if you're not Mary Kay and Ashley, you're basically invisible. Right. You know? Like, but, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> right. They're there yeah. for two people. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, did she, should we ask about the switch or do you have anything before that, the mid-season no, switch? No, yeah. Okay, so um, I don't know if you have any insight into this, but we've been watching so little time and right now we're basically halfway through and we noticed that there's like a hiatus after 2001 and then in 2002 it kind of comes back and it feels like a very different show. Like there's new characters, there's new yeah. Locations. The there's new sets. They have a like, new hairstyle. Yeah, a lot is different. Do you yeah. have? Do you know what happened? Why they did that? And mid-season, they yeah. just wanted to change it up. I think yeah. you know they wanted to get cooler, and yeah. uh, you know, kind of position themselves to be, you know, more like grown-ups. Mm -hmm. And think, when you, you say know? they, do you mean Ashley, Mary Kay? I, I think it was them. I, I think it was everyone. Them. I, that's. Okay. My impression, it was them. But uh, whenever you see new characters come on a show, it's never a good sign. And mm -hmm. I started feeling like there's a lot of new blood on the show. And it's yeah. losing the heart. That was the initial project. Right. right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, they got I mean, a few I, new like cast members. And also they got rid of Teddy, the model, who you guys worked with all the time oh yeah Vanessa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah she just is not really in the second half of the season at all right yeah. Yeah. Right. So I was just wondering if you were, I don't know, privy to any of the behind the scenes there. But just not, re not really. No, it would be great if I go, oh, you know what happened? Yeah, so exactly. They, yeah. They <laughs> I and they put him up against the wall. And yeah. Like, you no, know, I would come in, I'd do my thing, and I'd fall. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. How did being on that sitcom set of so little time compare to Frasier and Caroline? Oh. How was it? Worlds apart. First Why? of all, how, what's, how so? Okay. So usually the network, the producers, all that, the term in the industry, there's kind of a disparaging term called the, uh, the suits or the network assholes. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Conversely, they call us the meat puppets. That's what oh. we are, right? Oh, my God. Great. Wow. So my first day on the set of shooting Carolina of uh, So Little Time, 
this guy comes up to me in shorts and a t-shirt and a baseball hat. He goes, Hey, I'm so-and-so I'm the network asshole. I'm like, Oh, okay, dude. High five. Nice to meet you. Wow. Such a yeah. different feeling. They were yeah. so much more relaxed. They okay. really let us play with the script a little more. Mm-hmm. Caroline was kind of a, a mixture of the two. It was very mm-hmm. yeah. professional and they really, you know, we had Jimmy Burroughs driving that. I mean, he's best comedic director out there. Um, yeah. And uh, the network was behind us. Um, it felt uh, like a very well-oiled machine. By season three, we were not even having a table read Monday. We would come in on Tuesday, do the table read, get right to work. Mm-hmm. Jimmy would say, you know, one o'clock, okay, we got to do run through. I got a three o'clock tea time. He's playing golf, you know? So there was yeah. like, it was a mixture of all that, you know, like yeah. really work hard, but if you don't have to work hard and long if you get it right. And right. so little time, it was, sometimes I felt like, it might have been line problems with the kids, Mary Kate and Ashley, because mm-hmm. it's like there's so much going on in the world and, mm-hmm. you know, doing retakes and retakes and stuff. And it just made it more um, incumbent upon the supporting cast to make sure we had our stuff down. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the one of the characters. So Taylor and I had a great chemistry together. We would just. Yeah, I love watching in front yeah, of people like lock, lock yeah, heads and be like, he's the voice of like the gay man. I'm the voice of the straight man. We loved each other, but we would um <laughs> we would just like bust on each other, you know? And uh, it kind of like kept the levity on the set. And he, you know, Uh he would say like, um, you just keep getting wider. You're kind of, um, yeah, you're just getting kind of big. I go, it's called muscle, Taylor. It's called (laughs) muscles. You don't have that. So, you know, we had this thing and it was really fun. And um, we, uh, I forgot what my original point was. Oh, Uh, I know. Yeah. So, he said one day, he's just having a bad day. He said, Taylor, what's what's wrong, man? This is like an easy gig. He goes, You don't understand. Like my I'm friends with this one and that one, and they're doing this show and that show. And you know, I'm I'm doing a kitty show basically. I go, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. let me put it in perspective. I grew up in Rhode Island, and a lot of the guys I grew up with are long haul fishermen off the Georges Banks, 40 miles mm-hmm. out and 20 below and like freezing rain. And I'm doing a show with the Olsen twins. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes, okay. Oh, come on, dude. It's fun. Enjoy it yeah. for what it is, right? Yeah. Because I mean, we both come from NBC shows. And yeah. You could yeah. say it's a step down. Definitely the money wasn't as good and didn't yeah. have the, the juice behind it. But if you're an actor, you know, do the job. Like I always right. say, if you're a house painter, you don't go, yeah, I, I got offered this uh, raised ranch. I wasn't going to paint it. It's just not that fancy. No, right. you do the job. Yeah. The job is the job. You know, some right. are really cool and sexy and some are not you just do yeah. it no that's right, a really good right. perspective i had a blast doing that show an absolute yeah. blast right. yeah 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 did you did you feel like a lot of the people involved sort of had that same kind of like bummed out like god i could be doing something so much better like the writers or like any did you feel like it was sort of it was kind of a joke way? it was kind of a yeah. tongue-in-cheek joke because ultimately people are so grateful when they get a job yeah and there's a thing in show business even on the high-end shows people have to grumble about it and, oh, you could believe this oh the catering like we only had lobster tails once this week and all this <laughs> oh, stuff because you got to be cool and i'm like uh, <laughs> right. I'm just a freaking you know swamp yankee from Rhode island i'm like oh this is yeah. all great can you believe it you don't have to pay for the coffee this is yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? so i i always was grateful um you know and it just had a lot of fun and i just Every gig, I just got better and better, and I cut my teeth more, and I get more mm. daring and try new things. And um, yeah, I think uh, Rich Carell, who directed a lot of those, um, yeah, great. He's he's 
an awesome human being. And, um, his wife, Beth, it was the, um, the, um, first AD on that show too. So mm-hmm. she'd call it and they were just a really cohesive team. And, um, you know, they, they had a way of keeping it in perspective too, because you can't, so like I did a, a guest star on how to get away with murder with fellow Rhode Islander, Viola Davis. Wow. Oh, cool. Yeah. So cool. she's the top of the food chain. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. so cool. There were no attitude problems on that set because you can't mm-hmm. have attitude if your star player doesn't have attitude. You know what right, I mean? Right. Same thing with Leah right. Thompson. Leah was so about being the mother hen, protecting all of us and keeping us like, you know, a cohesive unit. Uh, there, there were not a lot of attitude problems on that show. You know. Cool. Okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The irony, though, I think, is that even though everyone thought that it was a smaller, lower show, like being on, you know, Fox Family or whatever, right. or kids, um, is that I feel like so many people underestimate Mary Kate Ashley's fans and how many of yes. them were there. Oh my gosh! So yeah. It's like yeah. I, I mean, I wonder if you've experienced that now being in two Mary Kate Ashley projects, like there's probably so many people who recognize you for the work that you did on those projects. Right. right? Well, I don't have the hair I used to when I was on so little time. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, although I did, hair, I did have a ponytail true. during COVID. I was rocking a very gray ponytail. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, yeah. I mean, they, it was, they had a locked in audience. That's why the network gave us an open-ended pickup because they knew right. we will have the numbers. Right. People no will keep what. watching right. this yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. When you said that they, um, the American actually had like line problems, um, did you mean that like they had trouble remembering their lines or like in line delivery or it wasn't a constant thing at all, but I just have a couple memories of both Mary Kate and Ashley at different times, just having trouble with a line and they seemed mm-hmm. to be so hard on themselves and they couldn't get it right. Like, yeah. ah, you know, and really just, just take a deep breath. You got this. You already yeah. know the lines in there. Just right. say it, just have fun. And yeah. uh, sometimes I felt a little protective of them and a bit of like the, the daddy figure, you know, because mm-hmm. they know that everything's riding on them. It's a lot of right. pressure. Yeah. And right. I, I know when I was 16, I didn't want to be like in a sound studio all day. And, you know, I wanted to be at the beach surfing or playing with my friends and building right. a tree fort or whatever, right. you know. Right. And uh, they had a lot, a lot to carry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've seen they a lot of their movies have like bloopers at the end. And a lot of it is them kind of messing up their lines and getting frustrated. And it's supposed to be funny. But like we've watched a few of them and we've both said like, oh, they both seem really stressed out and like they're being really hard on themselves. And there's just so much pressure on them. So we sort of we did sort of feel that. I think that comes with age, too, because as you get older. Like if you watch the bloopers from Caroline in the city, which are fantastic, we're all yeah. improv people. We, oh, <laughs> I screwed up. Let's run with this. And they're yeah, hilarious. Right. You know? Yeah. You don't beat yourself, but it keeps you in the funny too. Right. Because if you right. get like this, you got to be light for comedy. You got to feel it and, right. you know, play with the right. rhythms and everything. And th- comedy is a tough thing to do. So, yeah. Really, any comedic actor can do drama, but not every right. dramatic actor can do comedy. Totally, there's, a, yeah. there's a funny gene you have to have. Yeah, absolutely. I know. And that's, it's so funny because Mary and Ashley in so many ways were trained to act on sitcoms and, and they did. And I I don't know if you've ever seen two of a kind, which is their other sitcom that they did. I really don't watch TV. I've never been a TV guy. That's okay. (laughs) I always have to Google people to see who I'm working with. (laughs) Yeah. 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 
<laughs> no, I know. And we're just like rewatching everything right now as part of our podcast project. Uh, um, but like, it's, it's so interesting seeing them in, um, you know, 1998 when they were doing that show really on top of their game, like they're, yeah. they're hitting their comedic beats, like, like precise. Yeah. Like so good. Yeah. And then it's just so interesting when so little time happens and it, it does feel like they're, you know, a little bit harder on themselves, have a little mm. less spunk in their, or, uh, what is Pep it? in their step. <laughs> Pep in their step. Yeah, right, there you right. go. And I do, yeah, I wonder if it was like, yeah, feeling a lot of pressure. And like what you're saying is like um, when you're 16 and you you're, you have all this attention on you and the whole show is riding on right. you and all you want to do is go hang out with your friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. that would be hard. I mean, how could you be It's funny? a lot. I mean, yeah. it's the reason I moved back to, to Rhode Island four years ago. I mean, I... I I went way further in show business than I thought it would. I, my aim was to get a, a long-term contract on a New York soap opera, you know, like, and then mm-hmm. I found, you yeah. know, I am good with jokes and whatever. And so I, I rode away for a pretty long time. And as it started ebbing, thankfully my art started taking over mm-hmm. and I found that, you know, I don't, I don't love it. Like I used to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't excite me as much. So I can understand that, you know, and they'd just been working all the time. And obviously built up this huge empire that they didn't have to worry about the next gig. So like like me, they just got it earlier. Hey, you know, I, yeah. I want to paint. I paint full time now. I'm more known as a, an artist at this point in my life. And I love it. And they just found that at a, a younger age. And good for them. Yeah. 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 Totally. Who else on the show? Um, do you keep in touch with any of them, or did you have like a good relationship with? Like, yeah. What was the dynamic of the rest of the cast during? Uh, pretty good. Claire and I had great chemistry. In fact, so a lot of times they'd shoot the girls out because when we started blocking and shooting, we'd shoot all their stuff, get them out, and then we'd right, do yeah. the scenes with Claire and Taylor and I. And there was a part when we we're starting to get back together on the show, and we you had a kiss. Which time happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, typical soap opera. Will they or won't they? Yeah, and uh, we right. just had great chemistry, and so. We shot the scene, and, and uh, Rich goes, okay, guys, great. Um, less tongue this time on the kiss, okay? It's a family show. We're like, what? Oh, my God. Wait, that might have been the episode we just watched. Was that the oh. one where you both in Neptune's net, and you were, like, had it on dates with your doppelgangers, and then, like, it go was, and I remember kiss it was back other? in the, the front entryway of the house, and we had this kiss. Oh, okay. after that or okay. whatever, but it was just kind of, because we're bored, you know? We're like, yes, have some fun, you know? Okay, all right, we'll calm down. Uh, oh my god! So we're we're Facebook friends. We keep in touch. I was That's Facebook nice. friends with, with Taylor until he passed away. In fact, we were yeah. starting to talk about me going. He had a place in um, the French countryside. I was going to come visit him and oh, stay out there. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, he and I, <laughs> some of the stuff we'd say to each other was hilarious. I can't say it on your podcast, but it was. You might be uh, we are. We're yeah. Adults. This is not American Nationally show. This is a grown-up podcast. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Taylor. I'm going to go for this one. <laughs> so he he liked his younger guys. He liked the pretty boys, right? Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. he always had some guy in tow who's all like starstruck. And he mm-hmm. a couple times would take a while to come back to set. If he was in his dressing room, they'd have to go get him, come in. And it was, literally, it was like martini shot. Last shot of the night. I just want to go home. Yeah. Taylor's not on set. We're waiting. We're waiting. Where's, where is Taylor? And I was friends with the camera crew and everything. And the, it was one of the crew said, oh, he's, they're getting him. He's in his trailer with, with his friend. I said, how fucking long does it take to chug a cock? He's been in there for like <laughs> half an hour. 
camera guys are oh high me. You know? Oh my God. <laughs> so he comes in and he's like, what? Everyone's laughing. And I got to tell you, you got, you got something. Oh. He's like, oh, what? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sure. Wow. Was he mortified or was yeah. he? What I told him afterwards, you got to fucking love your lyrics. Dude, uh-huh. I'm just, you know, I got to have fun. We got to have fun. You know? Yeah. You got to. Did you That's think so he funny. got over that feeling that he was feeling before of, um, oh, for not sure. Got over it, but yeah. it, it, it was, was early like on. And I think it was a little bit of, how do you say this? Uh, you know, we both came from NBC shows, yeah. cool, sexy shows. And now we're doing this show. Which you know, we're, he he was a bachelor. He had I, I was still married at the time, so things were a little different. Um, mm-hmm. And it just wasn't as cool for him. And maybe mm-hmm. he wanted to prove to me that just you know, I'm like I don't normally do this kind of stuff. It's like right, it's like when I run right. into people at Walmart in the arts community here. They're always yeah. so like they have to make an excuse. Oh, I don't usually come in here. I just go. It's it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We all want the four pound thing of hamburger for half price. It's yeah, okay. Right. No judgment, right? So maybe it was just a little bit of that. And it was early on. And then it, it just seemed to never happen again. I think he settled into it. When he saw I was okay with it, he saw Claire. Yeah. Claire's done a lot of network shows. Like, hey, mm-hmm. look, it's not going to last forever. This show will get canceled at some point. So until it does, let's enjoy it. There's always right. something yeah. else, right? Yeah. And I think it also could be the kind of thing. Uh, sorry, Lena, did you just feel a little earthquake? What? No. Oh. I did I, a little bit. Oh um, my god! A tiny I, I did not feel anything. <laughs> I'm um, through. Yeah. yeah, we both are. Yeah. Can I tell uh, you? Uh, two years ago, we had a 4.5 earthquake off the coast here in Rhode Island. Island. Yeah, yeah. And a friend of mine was here and was upstairs, and I was down here, and I heard her scream, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's an earthquake!" So what? What was that? I go, that was an earthquake. No, that couldn't be an earthquake. Yeah, I'm telling how? you, that was an earthquake. And then you check the internet, and sure enough, right off the coast, it's a 4.5 earthquake. How do they have that in places where, they don't, where they're not supposed to have that? Isn't it like There's the huge fault lines all over the country, especially under Ugh. New York. But they're old fault lines. They're just not active. So oh every now God. and then you will get one. Whoa, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So could there be a real earthquake in New York City? Technically, I'm not, sure. They're not ready. They're not ready for horrible that. Horrible oh it was, God. but yeah. No. Jesus. Mm. What were you going to say, Becca? Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, I think there's also the thing of like, he could, Taylor could have been having a lot of fun, but it's like you're trying to sort of save face and be like, oh, no, 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 no like I'm above this. Like I'm this right. cool guy, like Look whatever. Like you could, yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like I, that's relatable, but that yeah. was all. Yeah. 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 And honestly, like, I always thought, like, with Taylor and with you guys, too, like, I don't know that they used it, you guys as much as they should have. Like, like Taylor was so funny. Like, and mm-hmm. I feel like comes from, like, such a background of, I don't know. I, oh, I so was... here's a line I learned from Taylor. I use it all the time. We were doing our little tete-a-tete thing, and I said something that truly was funny. And he goes, he goes, calm down, Lutz. I'll tell the jokes around here. <laughs> okay when when's that gonna start but, so i'll tell the jokes around here i use that i steal yeah. that from, from taylor i wish they had written some of that dynamic yeah yeah i yeah. mean it was very clear that you guys had like a bop 
like connection. Yeah, but I would have sure. liked to have seen his character, like Taylor's character, have a higher status over Jake. I think yeah. that would have been fun. To that would have. Yeah, been cool. they. Um, you know, the thing is, it was about the girls, and because the writers right. even course, said, "Oh, we want right. to write more for you, but we only have twenty-two minutes, and right. you know, there's only so much we can do." So, um, right. but yeah, they let yeah. us. They let us have a lot of fun with what we did have. You know. Yeah. yeah. What was your relationship with the writers like on that show? Mm. Did you get to know any of them? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Eric Cohen was the head writer, older guy. Uh, and he was, you know, he was, he said to me one day um, early on, he goes, I'm so happy you're doing the show. And Taylor's here and Claire, you know, we're all kind of in the same boat. It's not like, oh, I hope I get to do a show like this someday. But we're here and we're going to make the best show we can make. I go, I totally mm -hmm. agree. And mm -hmm. I think it was a good show. I mean, it was it was yeah. fun to watch. It was fun to, to have people see it and say, hey, I like what you did at the thing uh, last yeah. week in the episode, you know? Oh, okay. Right. It was yeah. Cool. yeah. And also for Mary-Kate and Ashley fans, it was very significant. Like they only right. had two sitcoms aside from Full House. They each only lasted one season. Right. Like this was a very important moment for all right. of us so i yeah. it's hard because like a lot of the people that we interview who've been in their movies and everything who are who are adults on those projects it's like regardless of like what it's like to be in it it's like the impact that you have on this like group of young girls right. is very significant and wonderful so well when, when i did yeah. um a couple years after that i did guest star on sweet life with zach and cody which is also oh, dual star. Cool. So they already knew who I was. Right. Oh, so, yeah. So that right, was cool, right. you know? Yeah. And then Ashley Tisdale was on that show. But that was like her first breakout thing. And she oh. called me Mr. Lutz at first. It was so sweet. Oh, Mr. That's Lutz, cute. so nice to meet you. And she's so, you know. And then like a couple yeah. years later, she's kaboom, like this huge star. Right. You know? Yeah. And, um, That's cute. But yeah, there was, it's uh, very much a, um, they have their following and they have the same groups they work with. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any dirt on Robert Thorne? Was calling him Robert Crown of Thorns not enough? Oh, I just want more. <laughs> <laughs> but that was great. Well, he was, so I was one of the first <laughs> members of the Grand Havana Room in Beverly Hills when it opened up. It was a private cigar club restaurant. You had to have a key cool. to get in the elevator. It was very James Bond. Very cool. And uh, obviously they let anyone join. But so I was a member there and he was a member there and I would see him frequently so i had met uh -huh. him before i knew he was attached to the olsen twins mm -hmm. and you know he's kind of a quiet guy and like what's that story with that guy the little thorns up in his head you know? i shouldn't yeah. make fun i mostly a full head of hair i shouldn't you know we have but, um, already yeah no it was, it, he was kind of an odd guy you know it was hard to get to know him and i always felt yeah. a little bit like you know we were maybe he looked down on actors i don't know we were just mm. unnecessary evil you know, mm -hmm. yeah. like I have this joke right. and um, when they put a film together, uh, it's the actors are the last thing they think about. Like, yeah, they'll get a couple of big names to get the financing or whatever. And literally mm -hmm. I book shows, films two days before principal photography and I have yeah. to fly somewhere to go do it. It's like, didn't they know they needed actors? And right. I think yeah. it was like, the actors are the last thing that we can always find. Like, an we'll actor. get around to you it. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also the last, it's like, you're going to find someone. There's yeah, actors yeah. everywhere. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. but it is funny that. that that's yeah because it is like a, such a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was the when the show did ultimately get canceled and we found out on Variety that it was um, going to be over? Uh, what was the what was the vibe? I guess you weren't even on set anymore. You'd already 
No, I had to go in and you know, go on the lot and turn in my badge and pick up all the stuff out of my mm, dressing right. room and do all yeah. that stuff. You know, it was like getting canned. Like, ah, it's yeah. weird, you know? Yeah. Did yeah. you know when you were filming the last episode that it was the last episode? No idea. I didn't even know. No. Nope. No. Wow. And no one was like saying goodbye, thinking Mm-mm. maybe this is the last time we'd see each other? No. Wow. Just coming up that's... to a hiatus week and that's it. In retrospect, Ugh. they had just turned 18. And I should have maybe wondered. I think they turned 16. Just oh, yeah. that's, I mean, that's what it was. That's yeah, what it was. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I think because 2002. Mm-hmm. Right, they're driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're driving cars and we're grown-ups in their right. point of view, you know. Right, and, right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in retrospect, I can say, yeah, maybe it was a little different vibe on the, on the yeah. show. But, you know. The second I, half, you mean? Or the, the whole or show? Just, uh, just with the twins, basically, I think. Yeah. You know, I just right, I can feel them. Just chomping at the bit to get on and do more exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it actually makes me feel a little uh, positive for their sake that, like, it's not that they waited till they were 18 and were allowed to leave. It was like, we just want to do this right now. We really don't want to do this anymore. And um, we gave it a year. We mm -hmm. gave it a shot. Mm -hmm. We're not feeling it. So we want to end. Right. I'm glad that they had that at least freedom to end at, at some point. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right. And then feel like they had to keep going when their heart wasn't in it. Yeah. 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 Did you ever see them again after, uh, it was canceled? No, I ran into Dave a few times, uh, mm-hmm. just around, you know, so I lived in the Valley Your at dad. the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was it. Haven't mm-hmm. uh, seen them. Oh, I'm sure I'll pass across at some point. It should be cool. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. 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 Growth in the Northeast. I mean, they're in Paris a lot these days. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, right. Paris is about as close as LA is when you're in Rhode Island. That's it's not true. that. That's yeah. so further. true. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I just moved to Los Angeles and it actually makes me very sad that Europe is so far away. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I can always say, take a trip to Europe sometime. And I'm like, eh, it's a lot more of a commitment. It's a whole lot of actors yeah, yeah, I worked yeah. with over the years back in the 80s working in New York in a soap or something. They would literally take the Concorde over to Paris for the weekend, get there in like three hours. You know? Oh my God. Go hang out in Paris, come back. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. That's a cool, cool life. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so yeah, if cool. you were really close with Dave Olson, does that mean that you also knew Lizzie Olson? Yeah, Elizabeth I wasn't Olson? close with Dave, but I would just see him <laughs> around a lot. Do you mean the mom? No, oh, I meant the, their sister. The younger sister, Elizabeth Olson. Oh, a big yeah, Marvel I'd star. Yeah, I and I didn't realize who she was. Like I said, mm-hmm. Jake went to preschool with my kids. Because right. that's their, that's their uh, half half Right, right, yeah. right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've met I've met them all. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, it's also it's also like uh, yeah, like if they're kids, he's not gonna be like, cool, this girl's gonna be famous. Of like, course, yeah. no. Yeah. It'd just be funny but, if you had like a yeah. story with Lizzie Olsen being like, I think I will be an actor too. Yeah, like if she She's was like friends 10. with yeah. kids or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But had cool. to ask our listeners want to know. Yeah. Um. What else? Anything else? Yeah. How did uh, so being in these two projects um, mm-hmm. after after the show was over? Um, how did you feel like being on these shows affected your career, if at all? Uh, if at all, didn't really affect it anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun doing it. Met some cool people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things when you're a series regular and they bring in guest casts, a lot of these guest casts are people I might have watched as a kid. You know, mm-hmm. and we get to work with cool right. people that are like, oh, shoot, I'm working with this guy or that lady, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like working mm-hmm. with Gene Stapleton and Caroline season one. And, you know, cool. Mrs. Bunker, you know, and yeah. uh, Marriott yeah, yeah. Hartley and uh, gosh, 
uh, George Siegel played my dad, you know, oh, wow. and, uh, so you get to, I met Bobby Hedges. He had a recurring on so little time and he was friends with the director, one of the directors. So he'd trail a lot cause he wanted to eventually, uh, direct sitcoms. He, he passed away a while ago, but he was on welcome back Carter. He played a uh, hedgehog and, uh, that was cool getting to hang out with him. Just one of the dudes. And I had him up to the cigar club a few times and, you know, it's just, it's just fun to be like, you know, I always wonder when I see like one big star working with another star, I know that they're still like, oh shit, I'm working with this guy. That's so cool. Or yeah, this yeah, lady, yeah. you know what I mean? There's yeah, still that. Yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. and now with, with phones, it's so easy to, oh, look, let's get a selfie. Right. So I just yeah. did a um, film with Ryan Eggalt, who I think is awesome. It's called Junction. Mm -hmm. I did it a few months ago and uh, he was so cool. And at one point it was like, can we get a picture together? Yeah, sure. So we did. And then everyone wanted we had the whole cast. It was Griffin Dunn and a lot of other cool actors. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a great way to document it without being like, can I have an autograph? Right. 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 I feel like right. no one asks for autographs these days. Well, my, my, friend, my friend James did yeah. it. So Leah Thompson was shooting a film in Connecticut last summer. And so mm -hmm. she came up to visit me and I kind of live, I kind of live, I live on the water and uh, <laughs> we have a dock and a boat and everything. So my buddy Paul oh, took God. us on his boat. And we came back in and I was having people over that night and James is there and he's like, Oh my God, Leah Thompson. He's like, Hey, how are you? I'm Leah. Oh, I'm James. Um, can I get an autograph? I go, James, yeah. you don't do autographs anymore. Yeah, you do selfies. Yeah. He's like, Oh my God, yeah. can I get a selfie? So like, yeah, yeah. get a picture of you guys. And she's totally That's cool. Really cute. We, we, yeah. uh, we're on the end of the dock. We FaceTimed her husband, uh, Howie Deutsch. And I uh, said, you know, I get to talk to Howie and, um, yeah, it's cool. It's fun when you get to work with people that you become real friends with and you stay in touch and yeah, you know, and we yeah, doing totally. great now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, you're just, you're, this was part of your life and it was, it set you up for everything that came afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done nice. four films since March out in New England and two leads wow. and two supporting parts and they've all been offers because there are people that I've worked with and that, know me and i'm so happy to do that um mm -hmm. and i get to not just play the nice guy i played a villain in the last one i did it was great and Thanks. uh but other than that i'm at the easel painting i do art shows i you know mostly galleries and i sell my stuff online and i uh, get commissioned to do stuff and it's really uh it's just um, i say thanks every day because it's great to be able to do both yeah because i did every yeah. crap job there was to get myself through college and you know yeah work my way up the food right. chain right so i i appreciate right. it how long did you stay in la before after the show was over uh i left and well i i taught at my alma mater U, university of Rhode island for a year in 2013 and then i went back i got offered a tenure track job because mm -hmm. i thought my son could go to uri for free it's good engineering school Mm -hmm. And my ex was averse to the idea of him going to my school. So he ended up going to, to Purdue. So I said, well, I'm not going to give up show business altogether, which I was willing to do to get a full-time tenure position. So I went back to LA, worked a bunch. And then I moved out here four years ago. I literally oh, just, okay. cool. just occurred to me like, huh, I'm not doing commercials anymore. I don't need to be here to audition. I can do a lot of auditions, self-tape or whatever. Yeah. I don't need to be in LA. My son was in Purdue at the time. My daughter's mm -hmm. older. She lives with her mom. And I uh, thought I should just go back to Rhode Island now. So I did. Yeah. yeah. And every two yeah. years, I'm, I'm a guest artist at URI and I do my workshops and I, I stay busy. And 
I play bagpipes, so I play with people. And oh, wow. I even play fife and drum, yeah. which is very big wow. in New England. So I do a lot of fight cool. and drum type stuff, which is fun. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, that That's makes really me cool. so happy. I feel like you're living the life that Jake Carlson would be so proud of. Right so. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They should have had you play bagpipes on I the know. show. Well, it's that was funny such a because, missed opportunity. Yeah. At the time, I wasn't, I, I learned to play the bagpipes after September 11th. And I was in the oh. show when that happened. And um, oh, wow. here's another oh, thing. Yeah. So my dad died in November of that year. And uh-huh. uh, the girls sent out a whole big care package for a lot of times at funerals, people send flowers or they send mm-hmm. food, like prepared stuff. So you don't have to cook for when everyone comes over. And I thought that was really thoughtful that they did that. But right yeah, after that that's happened, really nice. I talked to Eric Cohen, the showrunner. I was pissed. I was like, I, I want to get involved. My marriage is kind of crumbling apart. I wanted mm-hmm. to do something. I wanted to enlist. And he goes, we'll let you out of your contract. If you want to do that. Wow. He knowing at the time I was 40, 41, too old to, to be accepted. So I got turned down yeah. everywhere. I, I wanted to do something. So I worked with uh, John Ratzenberger a few times from Cheers. The guy who played Cliffy, right. right? The mailman. Right. And yeah. he was a drummer, is a drummer in the Emerald Society in LA. So I talked to him. I said, I want to learn the bagpipes because I want to at least be able to play like, you know, military honor guards, do yeah. funerals for firemen or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I learned the bagpipes got really into it we started a group called uh, sons of the desert and it was all people from both sides of the camera in the industry and we do a lot of events charity stuff and everything and um then i joined a, a group up in um camarillo called uh gold coast pipes and drums really great group mm-hmm. of guys so i go up to camarillo every monday night now it's 40 miles 80 miles round trip but i wanted to play with yeah. a fun group and i did but uh it did turn out that many times i was asked to play at uh, Port Wainimi for the officers club or play a memorial service. Um, done a lot of that stuff. And so you, wow. you're kind of participating in a way because yeah. in the military, that stuff is really, the tradition's really big and I'm always honored yeah. when I get asked to do something like that. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really I, I, I have to ask what a follow up on you were working with Mary Kane Ashley on September 11th. Yeah. Or like on the actual was, day? Yeah, what happened? No, what not on the like? day. Oh. But it happened. I think it was a hiatus week. It was a hiatus week. Oh. That's why I know. Wow. I, okay. My dad was dying of cancer, and I would fly out every hiatus week for like six months, yeah. rent an SUV. We'd get in. We'd just drive all around the back roads and have these great talks. I got to have so oh, much closure so with nice. my dad. We'd, that is really I'd, nice. I'd pray with him. We'd talk. We'd share stuff and... I, I made him a promise to say, look, I'm either going to get my marriage solid and it's going to be good, or I want you to know I'm going to get divorced because he he and my mom loved each other, but they had a horrible marriage and they stayed in it just out of fear. I said, I'm not right. going right. to do that. You need to know that. Yeah. So I get to have talks like that, which is really great. That's so amazing. we had a going away party for him at my uncle's mm-hmm. uh, place up in uh, Proud's Neck in Maine. And so people flew in from all over and we stayed there and then I flew back I was supposed to fly back on the 10th and I did but I'm in Logan Airport thinking my life's kind of falling apart I'm not I'm losing my love for acting it's not what it used to be I'm unhappy at home all this just different stuff and I thought maybe I should just spend the night in Boston just alone time I'll get that nine o'clock United flight and I literally felt like something come over me and just go just go home I I felt suddenly I, I had to get home. And I did. Oh and that morning, my ex-wife's waking me up. And she's like, your, your brother Scott's on the phone? 
he wanted to make sure you got home okay because something's happening and you know and then i saw the towers coming down and it was just oh. uh, well you were in california though because you had taken the flight yeah I he did come home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah 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 okay yeah go up to maine Whoa. yeah it was crazy yeah. crazy wow isn't that crazy when that kind of thing happens it's like you just like there's something in you that's like i can't even explain it but it's just like i have to you have yeah. to go you yeah. have to do this and i i've learned to listen yeah. to that voice yeah yeah you know wow yeah wow wow that is that is super creepy so so you were we're on a hiatus week and then you got back there. So that's great. Yeah. But then was like the show on hiatus for weeks after the, after the attack or. I think we had an extra week off because everyone was in shock. No one knew what to do. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, uh, when there was that big um, bank robbery in Northridge and those guys came in all armored up and assault rifles and they, they were shutting everything down in the Valley and we were, Caroline shot probably two or three miles from that place, but they sent us home. Wow. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. You can just Google uh, um, Northridge bank robbery. It was a big, big deal. The guys had full body armor on and wasn't until the cops, because they didn't have the weapon weaponry. They went to the local B and B gun store and they just lent them like elephant rifles or whatever they needed to be able to pierce like metal plates. And it was crazy, crazy, crazy. Wow. Yeah. God. Do you remember what it was like going back to set on so little time after the hiatus was over? Yeah, like, we were all kind of, can you believe shaking. it? Or, you know, let's get back to work. And then you're like, what are we doing? We should be like doing something to fix this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah what's happened yeah. to the world? Yeah. 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 Wow. Well... <laughs> I just I had no idea that we would like talk about that. Wow. Yeah, no, yeah, but it, it never occurred down. to me. We, yeah, I don't think we thought about that timeline. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a very interesting and unique, I think, yeah. um, mm. experience to have been yeah. around there at that time. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else that you feel like we need to know that we haven't asked you anything about Robert Thorne? I'm just kidding. No, but- <laughs> anything about Mar- Ashley and Mary Kate yeah, yeah. or anything about those projects that yeah. last on you? Uh, well, the funny thing is I had been doing another film because it, it was the summertime before so little, uh, before Switching Goals and it was a shoot 'em up film. And I'd just gotten <laughs> killed in the L.A. River. This guy, you know, my car flips. I'm a cop chasing a guy. And I come crawling out of the car and he just puts me down. And so I had fake blood all over me. And I had to rush to make my plane to get up to Toronto. And this is before 9-11. And oh, uh, wow. I cleaned up as best I could. But I literally go into the bathroom at the airport. And I realized I still have, like, cake blood here. And oh, somehow I And no one... Like, no one said anything? No one looked at you weirdly or anything? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. It only have been pre-9-11. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, thank you so much for doing Thanks this. For yes. It's been thank so you. nice. Uh, it's been so great to talk to you. Me too. Yeah. And it's so great to see into your world right now. It just And it, it's wonderful seeing you. It does seem like you, you have a, a, re, a relaxed aura about you mm-hmm. and a very like, yeah. Yeah. in touch with Well, I've, with, I've been through a lot, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it makes yeah. you uh, put things in perspective. And yeah, it's uh, totally. a great piece of my life now. And I just, uh, you know, hard fought. But here I am. Because, you know, when I got yeah. divorced, I didn't want my kids to ever go without. So I just gave everything to my ex-wife and wanted to make sure mm-hmm. Ben could get through school and the kids would be taken care of and you know if anything ever happened 
And uh, so I started all over, and it's great. And I feel like uh, wow. it's it's a really good feeling. It's good to know because you know, my dad was an artist, and you know he he always he loved this very much. But he, it was like we never knew where the next paycheck was coming from or anything. Yeah. And um, so it's good to have that knowledge that my kids are taken care of and yeah know, all that. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's great. Aww. It was so nice meeting you. You yeah, too, guys. I'll yeah, be back really anytime really nice if you think you. of something and, you know, yeah, reach out. Yeah, totally. We might just take you up on okay. that because we still have to finish um, the second half of So Little Time. We just yeah. watched the first episode okay. of the second half and we noticed all of the things that changed. So we needed to take a minute to, like, right. just talk about right. yeah. everything. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. if we cool. have any questions moving forward, we will Please definitely do. let you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, have a great class. Thank you. Yes, you are teaching a class immediately after this. Yeah, so, yeah that's great. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them we say hi. Yeah. Well. We were in the- <laughs> we are jealous of them. Yeah. Oh, you guys. Cool. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank Keep you. Up the good work. Of Anytime. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Wow. Wow. That was great. That's that's Daddy Carlson. There that is him for it. He's so sweet. He just seems like such a like kind soul. Like what you said at the end of like you seem really like good energy, relaxed. Yeah. It, you can really feel that from him. You can just tell yeah. when someone's like a kind person and he just Totally. Yeah. I think I said it seems like you're in touch with your spirit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I knew usually, what you meant. I got it. <laughs> I usually I, I, I think yeah, but I actually do think I meant that. Like yeah. I you know, sometimes you say things and you're not like sure where they like, came from. What the from. fuck did I just say? Yeah. Yeah. But then you're also like, but I stand by it. I stand by it. Yeah, yeah cool. I do. <laughs> well, that was great. I'm I'm really happy that we got to talk to him um yeah. it, you know really what really makes the jake like like vibe distinct is the glasses and the hair yeah. but also the voice because i feel like he looked like a totally different person but he had the, the same voice mm-hmm. it's like exactly such a yeah voice. yeah and and the energy he does seem like he i really meant it when i said he's living the life jake carlson would be proud of yeah <laughs> and i also didn't he, want to say this but like the light he like changed his life and whatever and i was like just like jake because it's like I know. It's real, you know? I know. <laughs> right, right. He actually went through yeah. divorce and yeah. Jake's just kind of like fake going through a separation. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but, but anyway. He really is. Yeah. Like Jake Carlson. Yeah. So uh, it's it's amazing to me how good of casting that is that I'm realizing yes. now in this moment. Oh, yeah. Like, Knowing him now as well as we do, um, it, it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, he's perfect for that. He was yeah. so sweet. You never know. You know what I mean? Like so much time has passed do. and you never know what they were like originally, but like – He's really mm-hmm. sweet. I'm really happy we got to talk to him. I hope you guys liked it. I hope you liked it. Yes. I hope we did. I think we answered some questions, maybe not as many as um, as we thought we might get answered. I actually, I don't even know if we asked all the questions we had. I think we, I feel like I we, did. we did. Well, you we, said we could have him back if, he, if we Yeah, want, we'll so. have him back. If we, so let us know if there was any questions that we did mm-hmm. not get an, yes. uh, answered with that interview. Please do. Yes. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, I also want to say I know that um, we don't have any new reviews. And I know that last week we said if you left us an international review, um, we might not have gotten it. And so, like, send us a DM with it if you want us to shout you out. If you have done that between the last episode and this episode – 
again, that's the future. So we yeah. haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> we actually did record these last two episodes very that, close like together. Like very close together. Like You're we're receiving them a week apart. But yes. that's not how far exactly. apart we That is showbiz, it, baby. time is weird. Time is crazy. So basically, like, we are recording this episode before we even come out with the So Little Time episode. So I know. I haven't even math. titled the episode that already came out last week. Didn't future me tell you what to title it? A future listener who hasn't even listened to the episode yet sent me the telepathic right. message of what I right. should. But the static was right. So it was too static because it was the first time we did it. I so, need to like. I, I have don't to know. To, I have to. I have to sit down and really concentrate on what that person yeah, really is trying to say me. to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so I have to do all of that. Okay. And you're not even going to hear about this until until it's like all two weeks. Two from weeks now. from now. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much. We love you. Uh, <laughs> we love you. Okay. You can follow Becca at Becca Roth. <laughs> you can follow Roth with a T-H. Uh, you can follow Lanny at Lanny Harms. And you can follow our show. I mean, you can follow Becca on what? Instagram? Instagram. And- uh, Twitter, yeah. I'm Becca underscore Roth. And I have a there really funny tweet about Trader Joe's. Um, but I just don't have that many followers. It's one of those mm. tweets that I really think could go viral if I had followers. So okay. Well, if you guys- we have followers here. So everyone yeah. go <laughs> find Go that. look at a tweet that I did a week ago now, three weeks ago from when you're listening. Right. Um, we're going to make this go viral with just this shout out. Yes. Okay, great. Awesome. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I'm also at Lanny Harms. You can follow our show on Instagram and TikTok at They Thought It Was You. And you can email us at theythoughtitwasyou at gmail.com if you want, if you would like. And also, please send us a five-star review. If you can do that, we will give you a shout out on the podcast mm-hmm. and on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, which if you have been been subscribing you saw this whole episode with with eric lutz's most beautiful background like he's in the most beautiful room. room with cool stuff on the walls very cool uh, amazing and you can see that whole video of this interview by subscribing to our patreon um and we'll also shout you out if you when you subscribe so yes. these are all the things you can do all these the are this is our do. business yes we just did business we did business good yes. job also, people hate when we do baby baby voice. No, they don't hate when we do those baby voice. I think they hate when we do like, I think. I don't know. Sound off in the comments which baby voice of ours you hate and um, yeah. how much you hate that we sound like Valley Girls. Okay, thank you. No, no. We're not going to talk about the Valley Girls anymore. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. I do want to get to the bottom of the baby voices though. So Yeah. Whoever made that comment, let us know. Well, because they, they're like, oh, I'm happy we're past the baby voice part. So I think it's like us mimicking them as little kids of Mary Kate oh. and but I don't right, know. They right. didn't specify. You got it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never going away. <laughs> We're never gonna stop. Uh, okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. They thought I was you. If it's up to me, you'll.